Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, my talkers, Tuesday, 4 o'clock, and we're hanging out with the one and only Lori and Julia. And like you guys said, we're just a month away from the state fair. Time is flying by. Oh, my, oh, my. Julia's kicking off the fair with her birthday this year. Oh, yeah, almost that's your... always your birthday is during always, the fair. Every always. once in a while. Like yep, last and I used year, to have to run home because it's my son's birthday, birthday too, too, and I'd have oh. a party that night. So yes. it was just... Yeah, that it was, was always super such fun. A, a busy day. Yeah, I, know. I can't wait for my first men's club burger. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, oh, the yeah. men's club. You guys introduced me to the beauty that is. Oh, the, the midway men's. The midway oh, men's club cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's mm-hmm. the best. The best. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, um, Jane Birkin passed away, yes. and I, I was gone, and I would have so, you know, loved to have just talked. Grant to, and Brittany talked about oh, it because we. Did. I was gone too. Okay, you and were she's gone. the. She's she's the British French actress. She was also a singer, and she famously inspired Jean Louis Dumas, the one time president of Hermé, to make uh, the luxury brand bag that's become iconic and very coveted. And it was a chance encounter on an airplane in the early eighties. Really, tell me the story. So the Birkin bag is not something that's been I around. Been, I always thought it was. Forever, like no. Jackie O carried it, and all those other people. No, and and I mean, you know, uh, Jane Birkin, her heyday as an actress singer um, was probably sixties and seventies. Okay, and then as she got into, you know, the the middle season of her life, and all, she was very very active and used her name and her celebrity, and she was always famous in France, you know. Oh, I love it. And okay. her music yes. and everything. But she used her celebrity to raise awareness. Okay. She's really a, a cool woman. And um, she, so she passed away at her home in Paris at the age of 76. And she, the story is um, that uh, she recalled, she said, I'm sitting on a plane when everything fell out of whatever bag I had. And the mm-hmm. man next to me said, you should have a bag, a handbag with pockets. And she said to him, the day Hermes makes a bag without pockets, I will have that. And he said, but I am Hermes. Oh, wow. And I will put pockets in it for you. It was John Louis Dumas is who she was sitting by. Wow. And... So she sketched the bag. He said, what would this bag look like? Oh, stop. She sketched it on a... Um, Napkin or something? You know, the sick bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, because bigger, yeah, better room. Better room. Better sketching. Mm-hmm. And she handed it to him. Better quality paper. Better quality paper. 
And the rest is history for the Birkin bag. And over the next 40 years, the Hermes Birkin became the most desired fashion accessory in the world with waiting lists of up to six years for some styles. The Himalaya, which we learned when we had the Hermes bag guy on for his book, is made out of an albino Nile crocodile skin. Mm -hmm. It's the most expensive, Mm -hmm. the most highly prized, and people will pay $350,000 to get their hands on one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jane Birkin did not hold the bags in any high regard whatsoever. In fact, she only ever owned one Birkin at a time, and she would use it to the point of destruction before she would sell it for charity. She told Vogue in 2011, they asked her, why don't you have more? You could be yeah. stocked with every, right. you know. She said, one is already quite enough. Any bag that's with me will take the same course as I will. It will take the same airplanes. It will be squashed in the same way. And it will be used as a cushion in the airport. So he gave her credit and called it after her? Yes, yes. And listen to what she says. And she also confessed she used the handbag as an umbrella. Well, because it's so big. She mm-hmm. would sleep on it at airports. She Pillow. would let her cat be in it. It was yeah. a cat bag. She ever only owned five total, all plain black. And she put stickers on them, worry beads, <laughs> keys, luggage tags, bracelets, and even one of her bags, because she just had one at a time, a miniature harmonica from the handles. And this Hermes expert, excerpt, expert, excuse me, called Bringing Home the Birkin, which I think is the guy that we had on. Yes. He said she was just very, very bohemian. She didn't care about luxury goods, but her bags sold for a fortune at auction. So um, her bags can sell for up to a half a million dollars if she owned it. And so where are they today? The very original one. After her mid-air conversation with Jean-Louis Dumas, the head of Hermes, she popped into the atelier in Paris sometime in 1984 to buy the bag she helped design. And in lieu of payment, Dumas said, let, can I, can we call, can I call this the Birkin bag? And I'll give you $50,000. And she gave it all to charity one time. Yeah. And so the, the original it bag copies of which they sell for about five grand. Mm -hmm. Um, but they copies like that's not even, no, 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 but uh, but buying a a Birkin is a deal. Yeah. It's an investment. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So her original bag that she got, it lasted, she carried it for 10 years. Wow. And when a replacement was required, she sold it to an unnamed buyer in 1994 to support the fight against AIDS. And six years later, it was back on the market, much to the delight of Catherine Beignet. Beignet she has a one of like the most famous vintage shops in Paris okay. on the left bank. Have you been there? No, but I made note of it. It's yes. called Les Trois Les Trois Marchés de Catherine B. It's an anyway, she bought that. Okay. She ended up buying the bag. She said um she bid on it anonymously because mm-hmm. she's known as Catherine B. Right. Um she was alerted to the sale by someone. So she has the bag. She doesn't tell anyone where it is or what she paid for it. She basically believes that that kind of information is as sacred as her age. It's just why put it in anybody's head. 
<laughs> I love this way. Anyway, um, she even turned down an offer from Rihanna, who shopped at this store, oh, really? vintage store, yes. who wanted to buy it from oh, her. Oh, really? And she said no. So, and, and so the Birkin, he just used her name, gave used her 50 her name, grand, used her sketch, her drawing, her drawing wow, and named it after her. And named it after her. And then That's pretty cool. Her second bag uh, went up in 2011, and it was part of a charity event raising Red Cross disaster relief in Japan for the tsunami oh, and the yeah. Fukushima right, and all right, of that. Right. And that she had that bag for five years, stickers from a concert she sang at, for earthquake survivors in Haiti, a portrait of uh, opposition leader Aung San Suu Kyi from Burma. You know that mm-hmm. the lady that mm-hmm. wore worry beads and uh, little trinkets from her globe trotting. And she said, "I always hang things on my bags because I don't like them looking like everyone else's." I love the it. handbag was scuffed, tarnished within minutes. Of it going up, Katy Perry bit on it. Coldplay. Wow! It ended up. Um, Who got it? Anonymous, and it hasn't been seen since. But it went for a hundred and ten thousand wow. dollars. I know the reason why they're anonymous and it hasn't been seen since. Most of those people that like that collect that kind of stuff don't tell people because they don't want them to be a target. Mm-hmm. It's a really sad thing, but like you become a target for theft, for. Yeah. All kinds of things. It's it's true. They keep that stuff anonymous for a reason. And then her third bag, she didn't really get it beaten up. It, she didn't really, she didn't, it wasn't to her taste because it didn't get, get all banged up. Right. And she didn't really like it. And she wanted to, um, she just was approached, you know, to sell it. The money was going to another, Victoria Beckham bid on it, Kate Moss, Kylie Minogue. Minogue um, but uh, a private auction person got it and they got it for a steal 40,000 but because wow. yeah. she didn't have any of her tchotchkes on right it, and it wasn't as used as much not as used. Yeah. so yeah. anyway just kind of just five total wow. in it i love knowing yeah. that and i i love that the guy honored her and named it after her, she drew it. Her. i love it yeah, yeah i know cool. this Very too random. could happen to you we'll right. be right back with random saying it's Lori and julia here for learning rx one-on-one brain training that works and it is so wonderful what it does to improve people's life. We just got a testimonial today, Laura. Oh, we did? About um, someone whose daughter went through the program at Savage and had a wonderful experience. They've seen a significant improvement in her desire to read and, more importantly, her overall self-confidence. She's willing to try more things, is less likely to give up when things are challenging, and she knows she can do hard things. They loved how tough and fun her instructor was. And just with our soul, thankful for learning about how supportive and compassionate they were to help bring her daughter, you know, up to great levels that she can just now she's just got confidence and ready to yeah, take that education. No, it isn't fun to feel like you can't learn something you can't enjoy something and it's hard for you stupid or something yes learning your ex call them today for your eye-opening one-hour assessment julia's random thoughts he looks like that puppet i don't know he's had cheeky implants it's just random that's all it is that is all it is and our guy gio benito lori is coming to town tomorrow. Oh, Gio Benitez? I mm-hmm. love Gio. He's coming for Good Morning America's coming. Okay. So that, um, and where is he going to be? Target Field. Okay. Talking You're with the right. Union Mung kitchen owner, Chef Yi Vang, mm-hmm. about the importance of supporting small local businesses. And this is kind of their summer theme, supporting small local businesses. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in studio on Minnesota Live this morning, tomorrow oh, morning good. at 9 o'clock. 
If you want to catch Gio, we love him. I love him. And he's going to share five fun facts, and they're still waiting for you to do that. I know. I, um, I keep saying I'm, I'm going to, but I don't know when. And I really have been meaning to. It's like pickleball. I think about it, and that's all I do. But you, you, people would like you. We, they like you, but it's going to be at the top of the hour tomorrow morning. I'm Minnesota Live on Channel 5 and Good Morning America. So Gio is coming to town. Okay. So I went down a little rabbit hole today because... We, last year at the cabin, had the biggest wasp nest. Mm-hmm. And at the point outside our garage... Yes, that's where they love an eve. They love an eve. They and love an eve. They and love I didn't a place. even notice it during the summer. And because they're tucked away and hidden and it's in the shade. But it that's is why like make huge. Oh, it's yeah. like huge, yeah. like a basketball size. Right. And so then um, this weekend, I was looking around up there and... On top of the door frame to get into the garage were like mini starter wasps yeah, areas. Baby. But then I turned baby and nest. as we're leaving, looked at the snowmobile trailer outside in the woods right adjacent to the um, mm-hmm. to the garage. Yeah. And underneath on one of the, the ends of it is this huge wasp nest. Yeah. And you know, you'd think I would have been alerted because when I got there... Um, Bill, who I own the cabin with, mm-hmm. had hornet and wasp spray all over, and I just didn't put it together. Together, yeah. And so, anyway, I'm wondering, like, do wasp? How do okay. they? This whole nest thing work? They you, built adjacent, yeah. to their old nest. You know that? Yeah. Yes. Casey is a wasp expert. Oh, you know, gosh, he's you a Schneider. He's a Schneider. Two weeks ago. He was prepping our whole house for the wasp nest procedure removal. Oh, as so it were. He, that's why he was doing that. You had a wasp nest up there. We have a, we had them all over, not all over, maybe four or five, because we have a house with a lot of eaves. Yes, you do, and they love wood. But they'll build anywhere that they can make it. They're thing. in metal. Yeah, they'll do any. You know, they'll make anyway. But yeah, he has a whole system where he. You you shoot stuff in the wasp during the daytime. No, at dusk. No, no, that's when you. I don't know whatever he, whatever his thing is. I wasn't following that, but he had a whole. I had the whole thing. So you shoot it in at dusk. The wasp stuff because they're all there. Yes, they're not yes, all that's collecting. Right. That's they're, right. they're all collecting. there. They're all yeah. there. And yeah. what happens is at the end of the year, all the wasps die except for the queen. Mm-hmm. And the queen in the spring, the queen starts the new nest. Rarely uses the old one, and in yeah. some cases, um, the wasp will either reuse the old nest or build a new one right next to the old one. So, yeah. I got a wasp bite about three years ago in my whole so leg. now you're afraid. Uh, no, I have phobia. What do you have? Sphinxphobia. What? S-P-H-E-K. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Pronounce that word. Yeah, it sounds like Sphinx, but uh-huh. it's not. Sphinx? It's not sphincter. Sophobia. It's not Sphinx. Read that. How, what word is that? Sphex. Sophobia. That's kind of yeah. what I say. Sphex, yeah. I have sphexophobia. Mm-hmm. But really, people, this all started when I went to readersdigest.com. Yeah, I mean, you have a husband now, and you also have an ex-husband. They should be dealing with this, Was It should not be your situation. I just thought it was interesting because they all are right by each other. Call me sexist, and I, I am I being sexist I right mean, now. this other sure. people don't have I a husband it. or an ex-husband who wants to deal with wasps. If you are like me yeah. and curious, mm-hmm. it all started... With this headline from Reader's Digest. If you see a dryer sheet in your mailbox, what does this mean? Grant? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. It means you could save your mail carrier from being um, stung by a wasp. Oh. He put it in there? They Or they put it in there? People put it in oh, there. Put it in there because they get they they build nests inside there. And I get this. In the I big get this. metal, yeah. wherever, like the country mailboxes, yeah. and they they're hot and they're great places for yeah. that. So a dryer sheet. Kind of can, wasps don't like dryer sheets. Okay, got it. I so like I just thought that was kind of right, interesting. Fine. And be careful if you kill one wasp and one wasp bites you because you get too close, more and you start running, the whole family's going to come chase you. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've gone just the rough route in the middle. Like they make those sprays so powerful now yeah. Yeah. that you can stand pretty far Eight away, feet away and you can blast them and they're not gonna they're they're just so full of it that they can't fly after you Mm -hmm. so i do like the idea of dusk that makes absolute sense because they're not out gathering right you're right casey was at dusk and he was on a ladder yeah yeah Yeah, that that's a pretty smart one with a rope but it's a. That's it's how a high it you was. Love it. You love it. loves it when oh, he ties himself up. He ties himself in the world. It makes belt. me nervous and excited all at the same time. I was time. so nervous for So him. glad that it's not me. Okay, too. Le Crozet. La Crozet. Crozet, yeah, the, the pans, the, the beautiful the French beautiful pans. pots, the French mm-hmm. pots that all the foodie foodies yes, all have. Yes. We're having a once in a lifetime event here at the Minneapolis Convention Center. It's a Le, Le Crozet factory. Two table heads to Minneapolis-St. Paul, the first time ever. Like the rejects? In the Midwest. The misshapen ones? We don't know, but it's September 21 through 24, VIP day. You have to have a ticket to enter this event at the Minneapolis uh, Convention Center. Tickets are on sale now. The VIP shopping event is Thursday the 21st. And they're $10 tickets. But then if you want to go Friday or Saturday, they're they're just... um, they're 25 for the VIP. Anyway, this is a big deal for foodies. Mm-hmm. More information. Minnesota State Fair, I'm only going to tell you this. All right. Here's a couple new things that are happening. Um, the sensory-friendly morning at Mighty Midway and Kidway, and I love that they're doing this. They're providing a sensory-friendly That's morning cool. to better accommodate those with sensory oh, sensitivities yeah, yeah, yeah. by reducing light brightness and sound volume on idea. Monday, August 28th. And this is something to plan ahead for. That's mm-hmm. a really good one. And it will go from 9 to 11 at um and then at the kidway it'll go from 10 to or 10 to noon at the mighty midway so they're really trying to do something yeah can can wonderland is going to be having mini golf on a sick of nine um course mini golf um with they, minnesota landmarks yeah, is that were, there yeah they were there for the mini fair as well okay they're going to be on the north end nice um also another thing that's happening is that they have um bid farewell to tickets 
What? What do you mean? They're giving you fun cards. Oh, you mean instead of the paper tickets? Yeah, that tickets? you can reload. Yeah, for the, for yeah, the rides it's and another stuff. way. Make sure your phones have chargers. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say, because they expect our little mini computers to do everything 24-7. <laughs> so bring your own charger. Yeah. All right, we will be back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. And when we come up back, what's up? Oh, um, what's up? TV. TV's what's up? Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Here's an interesting question from one of our listeners, Ann. She wants to know, can I stop my spouse from divorcing me? Well, the simple answer is no. (laughs) Because we're a no-fault divorce state and you don't need a reason for a divorce, if one party wants a divorce and the other does not, the divorce will move forward. Unfortunately, these are things that you have to deal with, and that's when sometimes we're dealing with the emotional aspect. We have a lot of clients where we have to work through that to get to the point where they're understanding and engaged to get to a good settlement and accept what's going to happen. Since she didn't want the divorce, can she make her spouse pay her attorney's fees? Not necessarily. The basis to ask for the other party to pay your attorney's fees is legally under need-based or conduct-based, and both are established on a case-by-case basis. Boy, there's a lot of details with a divorce. And so this is why you should go see Ann Tressler. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. So, um, reality show just catch up time. The Bachelorette. Are you caught up? Have you watched any of it? I haven't watched any of it except for the first two episodes. And last night when Charity mm. got down to handing out dates for the hometown. So this is like perfect oh. timing. Oh, wow. Who's, is she coming? Who, uh, is she, our Minnesota guy still in it? No, no. Oh, he's out. No, okay. he's out. But uh, hometowns are next week. I like Charity, but I've just missed a bunch of them. But it was a great, it was a fun episode. Was they were it? in New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. New Orleans, Nola. And um, I always like the hometown date. So we're coming to the end of that. And I finally saw the promo for the Golden Bachelor. Oh. The 71-year-old. That's yeah. the next Bachelor. Yes. In that September. Great. September. They haven't yet, I don't know, maybe since we talked about it last, but they haven't officially set a date. Oh, I thought it age, was okay. A thought, range for the for the oh, for the suitors or oh, for the No, they have. It's six. I think it's six, September well, sixth or something. No, they meant so like they said the like age of the, the women. age of the women. So originally like the the, 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 the um the press release said that what they consider a senior citizen is 65 years of age or older, so they will do their best to keep it within that range. Now, we haven't heard because this was a big topic of debate, and we even had one person call in that, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, surprise. He'll go for the 49-year-old. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to allow the 49-year-olds in there. I think they're going to. I gonna... think it's all women in their 60s. Yes, I believe I that's what they're. I love that. Yes, yeah. Yes. There might be a few late 50s. Because he's the type of guy that he's would, 71. He would want them to be close to his age. Just from hearing his interview and he hearing a little bit. He was married to his wife for 40 years forever, or whatever. And, yeah. and she was the same age. There is something to be said that you don't want to have to tell everyone the explain. cultural references yeah, yeah, and things yeah. like that. So I, I yeah. feel like that may be his way. So anyway, so Bachelorette hometown dates are next Monday. Right. I say tune in, Joy. I, I will, think you'll like it. I will it. tune in. Um, and then the housewives, the real housewives of New York, uh, they made their first Hamptons pil- pilgrimage, and the second episode was epic. It cemented that recasting the show isn't hurting it or anything like that, because that last season of New York was so bad. It, it was painfully bad. They horrid. didn't have a reunion. That's how bad it was. <laughs> that really? Okay, that, that joins really, the ranks of their... That's like they're that like really two in does. a row. Salt yeah. Lake didn't... 
No, Salt Lake had a reunion. Um, Beverly Hills didn't have a no, reunion. No, they didn't. Yeah. Oh, no, they did. No, they did, and they had receipts. Somebody, somebody, but maybe it was just New York. Maybe that it didn't was because it. it was so shocking. So bad. Yeah. So they these ladies, so they go to the Hamptons, and Erin, who I really like, she's invited them to her 6,500 square foot Hamptons house where they're all getting their own bedrooms. And they. Seven baths. Yeah, they still complained. When they got there, mm-hmm. about the lack of luggage help, specifically Cy, the influencer. social media influencer nobody's heard of. Who had no, maybe a year ago and hasn't had sex with her husband since. I know. I'm just saying. That's the most interesting thing about yeah. her. And, <laughs> uh, and then one of them's like, do you do something? She goes, yeah. Yeah, but she wanted luggage help. And she brought her own toilet paper. This is how desperate this lady is. She brought her own Charmin two-ply or four-ply or I whatever. I thought she brought it as a housewarming no, gift. No, she said to Aaron, I wasn't sure what kind of toilet paper you'd have. Mm. I'm sorry. They're, you're living in the Hamptons. It's your second home. Uh, yeah, it's not industrial-grade toilet paper. Okay, <laughs> it is for sure, Charmin. It's for sure some softy, deluxe It was just... Size gotta go. But anyway, and then... And then... Caviar on Pringles. This was my favorite thing. So some of the girls call ahead of time, like, what are we eating? Because we're kind of hungry. Yeah. She said, caviar. We're having I'm a caviar, having a caviar bar. bar. Mm-hmm. I would have done exactly what the girl women in the car did. Uh, let's go somewhere else first because I'm not going to be starving and I don't eat those eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting choice for a housewarming thing because... Well, Not everybody eats caviar. It's so fabulously, you know, housewife. It's so it's, fabulous. But I think the salt and the salt on a Pringle would be kind of a good combo. Oh, it would probably be the, probably the best way ever. To, and the I only eat, way we'd like I've caviar. I've never eaten enough caviar to get to like the taste or the little eggs of my tongue. You have to have the accoutrement. It has to be buried in things. Kind of like the first time you have a raw oyster, you've got to get the lemon, get the Tabasco. There was not enough. Put it on a cracker. Put it in the middle of a hamburger. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) I I could not get that taste out of my mouth. So There's not any. It's Uba, who is Chanel Ian from the Real Housewives of Dubai, her, like her cousin. She's a favorite housewife. She's like, I have, you know, I have to go and I have to get some real food, food. and um but yeah the the caviar ladies the guy and the gal like, are setting up everything and everyone's like what and and i'm just like wow i bet that might be the one way i'd enjoy caviar is on a pringle totally because of the salt the, the and crisp. have top the tater in between is something oh god that's yeah. that, delicious doesn't it top the t- I, Crane Pringles, and then the, the group, tater caviar, and a tub the Pringle. And top. then they're complaining about the caviar. No one's impressed. Oh, yeah. And then um, also, Aaron gave everyone um, silk pajamas with their name embroidered oh, on nice. it. So classy. Is that what I'm supposed to do for Girls Weekend at the cabin? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, if, I don't think you have New York housewife money. And if someone shows up with Charmin Toilet I say thank you. Yes, of course. <laughs> Here in the Midwest, it's welcome. It's not an insult. Unless someone is trying to make an Insta thing. But I'm like, come on. They got beachfront in yeah. the Hamptons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the caviar thing was... Decadent. So funny. I Now, the one lady that's interesting to both of us is this woman that used to head up J. Crew. Oh, Jenna Lyons. Yeah, and yeah. she's never been on a girls' weekend. 
Yeah, she's a real interesting woman, and she became famous because she like started as a, you know, just someone I think who just worked at a J Crew store and ended so. up becoming the president yeah. CEO, and um, had that job uh, I think until 2018 when J Crew started. I don't know, but she was, you know, like Michelle Obama's wearing her stuff, running yes. in the wedding things, kind of making J Crew. Relevant, totally, totally totally relevant, totally. And she she did that, and she was outed by the New York Post. Why? That she was gay. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she. I think she had been married and had a kid, and she and her husband split up. If I'm just going back to my vintage gossip memory, and she and her husband broke up, and then because she just had this epiphany, I'm not happy. I'm 40 years old. What is wrong? And so. She got rid of him, and then she realized that, yeah, yeah, she really wanted to be with women, and the New York Post outed her, and she was at a board meeting, and they were like, Jenna, and she she shares this, I think, in next week's episode. Oh, okay, because I haven't heard this yet. Yeah, and they, you know, everyone was like, okay, we just were wondering, you know, because they're trying to paint it as some salacious thing, but, um, and then she also had, like, some kind of, some kind of skin thing yeah. where she doesn't have her real she, she doesn't have teeth eyebrows eyelashes has a lot of scarring What's her name? on Jenna, her, Jenna Lyons has a lot of scarring on her skin which is why her signature thing has always been to wear oversized glasses well no that is a signature thing but her other thing is she would always wear like a button down shirt and it would be button down quite low right above her navel and she never wore a bra because she's not that big breasted right. and she'd always layer a lot of necklaces so she kind of like brought back the, what lauren hutton and a lot of women sure, in the just... 70s did but she shared last night on the show it's the only place on her body that doesn't have scars oh interesting from whatever right. this condition she has All right so and I, her, I'm intrigued by her. Yeah, I have to admit, I like her. I'm intrigued by her. I I'm, like all of them except in, the influencer. Yeah, I'm intrigued by um, new backgrounds, yeah, new yeah. lifestyles. And none of these women really know each other. I think yeah. Anna, Aaron, and Jenna knew each other a little bit, but we're seeing like you know, kind of just a whole new group of women. I didn't so know I'm that, Lori. Yeah, what you just told me. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, so she's yeah. I she kind of seems like a classic cool lady. Yeah, she's got a lot of you know quirky like sh- quirky things. Yeah. You know, she's becoming a very um, iconic housewife right away. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Her fine. closet was just sick. When was that the first <laughs> episode? See, I might have to go back. Yeah, I, I think I you'd have, like it. I half watched it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know why people didn't watch The Witcher. Maybe it got lost in the shuffle. It came back at the end of June. But the second half of the season is coming Thursday. Yeah. And I thought it, I thought it was very good. It's Witcher. good, but I'm just, I, I'm, I like the first half. I'm just so skeptical about what's going to come after. Well, just enjoy the next five episodes, Thank you. Grant. Thank enjoy you. Yennefer and The Witcher and Henry Cavill. I just want to keep Henry there now. I don't want to I know, because he's so good. Yeah, that's my only worry. I just... Oh, I wonder what it's going to be like without him. That's so, nice. so good. And uh, Justified is back tonight. If you have XFX, DVR it because then yes. they'll make you pay for it on Hulu the next day. But Raylan Givens from the FX show, I Justified. I love they'll make you pay for it, but some of us already pay. I know, yeah. I know. But I love but, that you say that. Yeah. And then um, uh, 
I got to get on the bandwagon on Prime. The summer I turned pretty. It's in its second season. That's totally my show. I love it. It's totally your show, Lori. And I'm halfway through the first season. Well, you know what? I'm watching Cruel Summer Season 2 on the free form, (laughs) Julia. (laughs) You know, I got my other... And the Lincoln Lawyer will come back August 3rd. Because that's the big thing they're doing on these streaming is they take 10 episodes and they drop five Make you wait a month and then drop another five. That that eliminates the ability to sign up for the free trial That's for a week and day. Oh, That's why. Look at you, Grant. They did that. They okay. started that. Netflix was always the one forever that would give you it all at once. Right. But then the first time they didn't do that was with Stranger Things. They did yes. a split season with Stranger Things, and then they and realized then they got more people signing exactly. up. Exactly, and now 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 we'll have that forever with Netflix. Unfortunately, You're right. I think. Okay. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Um, uh, this this reality star said she's too lazy to do what? Hey gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Hammer and X Flooring Solutions. And um, whether you're you know building a new home, building in, out your basement or something, or um, you know renovating your old space, they have beautiful, beautiful flooring. Beautiful flooring and so many. I'm on the website right now and well, I'm just flooring, falling in love. Flooring is the facelift for the house. It's okay. Right. It really windows, paint. It the is, but the is flooring the is the base. It it's, sets the tone. It is. And they have flooring superstores in St. Paul on Ray Street in New Hope on 169 and Bass Lake Road and now in Rochester. And they serve commercial, they serve residential. But if you haven't been into one of the Hammernecks, Flooring Superstores, you're really missing out because the selection is amazing. Largest selection in um, the upper Midwest. Love them. Family owned. We love the Hammernecks. Upfront 12% discount on all in stock flooring. Make sure you mention Lori and Julia. All right, I've got one for you, okay? Ethan Slater, Spun, you know, SpongeBob, co-star. His co-star when he was in the musical SpongeBob. Mm Mm-hmm was surprised by Ariana Grande dating news and, in quote, interesting coupling. <laughs> it may, Yes, yes, Beyond. you are correct. Ding, it ding, makes ding, no ding. sense. She knows the guy. She's like, what is this Lily Cooper? Is like, what, what, what is Andre? Ariana could be dating anybody. This is the, mm-hmm. she said what you said out loud, basically. I did. And it makes no sense. It doesn't. Is really what she's saying. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought. <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate being. That's the Hollywood speaking. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> um, Snoop Dogg has canceled two of his forthcoming concerts at the Hollywood Bowl. Why? He is in solidarity yeah. with the actors yeah. and the writers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. It was a big deal. It is. I'm glad he did this. He did. He just, yeah, it's, it's, it's completely unrelated, but he's just like, I'm doing it to be supportive of the SAG AFTRA and the WGA members. And I mean, he has had a concert while this is going on. So he did have but a concert. But it is completely unrelated to him. So yes. it's interesting, it is. you know, that he's doing that mm-hmm. and letting it be known. That's why he's doing this. Right. Yeah. They don't need, I don't need. I don't know. Okay. The demand is so big. Mm-hmm. The I'm. Am Ken enough shirts? Oh yeah, are not going to be available to mm-hmm. ship by Mattel until the end mm-hmm. of September. Oh, I was so obnoxious to Casey after the movie. I'd lean over and I go, "I love your Kenner G." 
Oh, that's funny. It's, it's you know, and I just kept working Ken, Ken into, into everything. everything. And I was like, I'm going to go home and find every Barbie needs a Ken, has a Ken t-shirt that I got yes. a long time ago. You did get that a long time mm-hmm. ago. Have fun. Um, riddle me this, Julia. This okay. is a, a tweet from Natalie the other day, and I... Natalie, do we know this Natalie? No, but here's the tweet. Okay. I couldn't help but wonder... Is the reason I'm still watching and just like that simply because I'm waiting to see how much worse the writing can get? And, of course, for the 60-second cameo by the queen herself, Mm -hmm. Samantha. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say that's why I'm watching it. Can Can the writing get any worse? And when's Aiden coming? And when's Samantha? Okay. Honestly. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the ride. I I really don't know how it can get any worse, but every week it does. I enjoyed last week. I'm I'm having a different experience because I have no expectations. You know me. Yeah. And if I do my new um, obsession, the new game by the New York Times called Connections. Yeah. At the same time as I do anything. Oh, okay. You do a lot of that. So I do a lot of that. Yeah. But I I I am I'm enjoying it. Once the Miranda stuff gets figured out, whatever's gonna happen. Yeah. She's just a pain. We just Miranda is like it is unbelievable that they've just completely shredded her character. Her character and she's not even recognizable now, to who she was. But there was a moment on this last episode, I don't want to give any thing away because people aren't always caught up on everything. Mm-hmm. That I would say is that um, there was a moment when the three of them were sitting down with one of the new cast members, and it felt I felt the intimacy there. That they're hardly ever the three of them are together. Yeah. Do you notice they're never together. Yeah. This is one of the dumbest things about yeah. this show, is and that that's what I really you're like. I oh, really there they enjoyed. Are. Yeah, I really enjoyed that, and I felt the friendship. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that was something that was special before, and I yeah. That's the thing. I'm like, put those ladies together. Why are they never together? The three? Because they yeah. added so many new cast members. I know. Okay, right, so thanks. here's a one for you. Okay. Um, do you guys, you both saw Oppenheimer. Yes. Um, Three-hour movie. Jason might say it's still going on. <laughs> Moviegoers say, or spotted a historical mistake in Oppenheimer. Oh. So I want to know if it's because the director is British or somebody... In research, fell down on the job. So here's what it is. It's the flag. That's right, Julia. I know. Oh, I mm-hmm. didn't catch that. In 1945, um, which is when there's a scene with a bunch of people having flags, it looks like in a courtroom. Mm-hmm. And the, we only had 48 states in 1945. <laughs> oh, that's Hawaii a- and Alaska were not added until 1959. That's Isn't that cut. crazy that's that, that it was that late? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Wow. And so I'm wondering, is it because Christopher Nolan is basically British or somebody someone, didn't, someone did something someone, wrong in the job? Yeah, someone that, that he doesn't have time to no. think, yeah. think about all so that. Whoever, that's just the, that's the prop somebody, master. The prop master. The prop master is in charge of all that kind of stuff. And they whoopsie, just mm-hmm. like they did in air when they had the 91 World Series twins Wheaties box hanging in the background. Not realizing that it was taking place in 1989, they made a big mistake. Yes, that was right. That's right. Okay, so prop master. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Damon in another interview that he did for Oppenheimer before the SAG after strike, it was. um, Remember that movie? We bought a zoo. Yes. 2011. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Scarlett Johansson. Anyway, he was just asked. 
you know, have you ever had a bad kiss on screen? And he said, oh, I had to kiss Scarlett Johansson. Can you imagine how horrible that was for me? It was absolute hell. And then he went on to say, wink, 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 wink. Sarcasm, right? Yeah, she had an onion sandwich. They thought that the filming <laughs> had wrapped up. Oh, God. That's hysterical. For the day. Oh, That's no. hysterical. They, they were done with the kissing portion yeah. of their filming. That's they cute. went for lunch, and she <laughs> we both thought it was over, and she ate like an onion and um, liverwurst sandwich or something really Ooh. pungent. Oh, very, very pungent. And unbeknownst to them, after the lunch break, no, we're going to pick up. We need a couple more takes. And um, Cameron Crowe was like, oh, my God. And he said, I made fun of her for the rest of the movie. That's hysterical. That we had to kiss because there's nothing. She liked that sandwich. An onion sandwich. Onion and liverwurst. I like liverwurst, mayo, and pickles. Yeah, but... Onion. But it's a pun. There's a definite breath Oh, onion. Factor. Just onion alone. Oh, just onion nice. alone. Although, remember, if you, if, if you ever have to play a little trick on, on like a kid of appropriate age, you can... Bite an apple or bite an onion. But you have to be, your eyes have to be blinded or uh, tight. Closed. Closed, mm-hmm. blindfolded. And you you can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. without If you don't see which one you're biting into, you can't tell one from We're another. We're going to do that one day here. Let's do at the it. Fair. Let's do it. Let's do it at the fair. Yeah, All I right. would love to try that. Okay, you Mark, will be the blindfolding. I'm going to put it in Grant. We're doing it at the fair we'll the first day. We'll see if it's true. At the first day. I'm writing I'm it in. on the calendar. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in. Okay. okay. Do you guys know who Whitney Port is? No. no. The Hills. Oh, the Hills. the Hills. Yes, 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 yes. Um, anyway, she admitted, um, uh, she said, I'm too lazy to eat. And that's why she's thin. <laughs> you know, Sorry. I know some other people that are like that. That are they just, just too lazy to, to cook. Oh, I have family members. Yeah. It, it's never happened to me. Yeah. But I do know people in <laughs> waiting, my... Waiting. I'm waiting to be to too happen, lazy. But I mean, my I have a couple family members that just forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if it gets too late for dinner, I'm like, oh, screw it. I missed the meal anyways. That's all right. Oh. <laughs> it's terrible to I say. I haven't even started eating till 9 o'clock at night. Oh. <laughs> let me, let yeah. me pull up some potato chips on my couch and that eat was, off my breast. That's breaths. the worst time. I, mean, I got a study on snacks today Ooh. that's kind of a duh, but kind I'm of I'm trying not. to change it. Well, listen. People... Love to snack, and we're never not going to snack. It's what we snack on, and when, and when we oh, snack. And really, I wouldn't. <laughs> I could go the whole day really without with, snacking with limited food. And then when it gets to that, it's an unwinding thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I should take up smoking again instead. Well, they've <laughs> never really studied snacking, so this is kind of an exciting. But you study. can't. Any your tummy needs, your gut needs time to readjust. You should stop eating like at eight or nine at night. Yeah, well, well I, I wake in Italy. I wake okay. up in the middle of the night and eat. That's the worst. Oh, I used to do that. I got over oh, that. that. It is... was an ice cream midnight ice cream attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Slurry and Julia, my time.